episode 11 of Better. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a great day so far today. I just flew in from Spokane, Washington, and I had such a great time with all the people out there. Today, in just a little while, I have the honor of going to Christ for the Nations in Dallas and accepting an award for my mom, Dodie Osteen. She is going to be receiving the Frida Lindsay Award. And if you don't know who Frida Lindsay was, she was just a great woman of faith who built and left an amazing legacy. I'm so honored that I get to be there for her as well as share with the student body. This weekend, I'm going to be in New York speaking at the Ignite Purpose Conference in Queens. If you're in the area, I would love to meet you. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, hey, I wish you would do that today. And all of you who listen every week, thanks for being a part. And if it's your first time, welcome to the podcast. Hey, this thing is all about being better. Um, A few years ago, I was sitting in my car at a red light, and next to me was this large truck. And it was pretty impressive looking. As I was sitting there, I began to read the advertising on the side of the truck. And it was like a big tool truck. And it wasn't, like, it wasn't an 18-wheeler. It was smaller than that, almost like a um, FedEx truck. And I mean, that truck, it looked so good. And, and it was advertising tools. And I'm just so not into tools, but I was impressed by that truck. The advertising really caught my attention. I mean, it was pristine. And just by the look of the truck... I thought this company must be really good. If it caught my attention and it wasn't shoes, it was tools. (laughs) Hey, that's pretty good. But you know what, y'all? When that truck, when that light went green and that truck drove away, I could not believe what I saw. Contrary to the excellent condition it appeared to be in, as I sat next to it, as it gained speed, y'all, it looked like it was going to fall apart. It was shaken from front to back. It was making a terrible noise. (laughs) It was an accident waiting to happen. And you know what? I just pulled up ahead of it so to get out of his way. I thought it was going to fall apart on me. Now listen, the irony is the company advertised they could fix anything. And yet their own vehicle was literally falling apart. (laughs) And the question that just flooded my mind was, why didn't they take the time to fix their truck? Were they too busy to stop and see that their own repair truck was in disarray? Couldn't they just stop for a moment and get that thing running right? Okay, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? How many times do we find ourselves in this same condition? Okay, I'm not calling you an old truck, but you know what I mean. So often we get wrapped up in everything we have to accomplish that we fail to see that we could use a slight tune-up, a slight recharge, maybe just maybe even an overhaul. (laughs) You know, the Bible tells us that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians. And God has given us this body we live in to take care of and to treat right. He wants us to have high standards for our temple. After all, this is the only body we have in this lifetime. You know, for most people, a healthy life isn't just going to happen. It's a choice that we have to make, and we all have to make it. We can either continue down the same course or choose and make a lifestyle change. Third John says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. You know, God desires for us to walk in divine health, but he can't force us to live healthy. We have a huge part to play in keeping ourselves healthy and strong. 
It makes me think of a story when I was about 10 years old. I was getting on my bike to ride to my friend's house just a few blocks away. This was back in the day we can when we could just let our kids ride their bikes anywhere. <laughs> and our houses on this street, we were all on acre lots, so there weren't that many houses on the street, but it was pretty big of lots, uh, pretty big lots that were there. And so back in the day, we didn't have to chain our dogs up. You know, we could just leave them out in the front yard and they could roam around and that wasn't a problem. And all of the uh, neighbors had dogs and they were all nice dogs. You know, they'd never bothered you. But there was this one dog catty cornered from us and he lived at the house right there and he was chained up. His name was Von Stein, and he was mean. And he would bark at anybody who walked by, anybody who drove by, or anybody who went by the house in any way that they went by. He was just, you could tell he was mean. He was a little ferocious. So as I got on my bike and I was riding down the street, I never, ever worried about Von Stein. Von Stein was chained up. He was never a problem. But as I was going by him, as usual, Von Stein was barking. And I didn't think anything of it. Then I noticed that his barks got a little bit louder and then a little bit louder. And then I didn't think much of it until I felt some heavy breathing on my right foot. <laughs> Y'all, I looked down and guess what? Von Stein had broken free. Von Stein had left the building. There he was about to eat my foot. And I thought, oh my word. So I, my little 10 year old legs were pedaling faster and faster and faster. And then you're not going to believe it. All the nice dogs on the street started joining in with Von Stein. Y'all, I was going down the street. I had dogs on one side. I had Von Stein and the other dogs on the other side. I mean, I was doing everything I could to keep my balance and to keep going forward as fast as I could. At one point, I had eight dogs chasing me. Yes, I said hey, eight. <laughs> I almost said hate. Eight. Eight dogs chasing me. And guess what? I made it. Thank God I made it. I made it without a scratch from those dogs. Eventually, they gave up. I got off my bike at the stop sign, and I just turned around, and I looked at those dogs going back <laughs> to their uh, to their houses, and I thought, I can't believe I made it. I can't believe that I didn't get eaten by the dog gang that chased me. I finally figured out what Von Stein meant. It meant evil dog from the pit of Hades. I mean, y'all, he almost got me. And I thought, you know what? My little family had no idea I was fighting for my life and limbs out there on Mustang Trail, but I made it through. Went to my friend's house. We had a great time. I didn't think about those dogs anymore. That is until I got back on my bike and I had to head home down the same street with the same demonic dogs. <laughs> Honestly, y'all, I didn't know if I had it in me to do it again. And the reality was, I didn't even know if I wanted to try. I laugh at that story now because to me, it sounds like life. I mean, let's face it, life can get tiring. It can be hard and complicated and overwhelming. And just when you think you made it through one thing, boom, something else happens. Difficulties come. Challenges come. We suffer losses. We experience trials. We go through valleys. We face mountains. And sometimes... It seems like all we do is fight the situation at hand. And life pulls at us from all different directions, pulling at us and trying to get, our, get us to lose our balance. And man, sometimes it gets complicated. And sometimes, you know, if we're not careful, we can lose our direction and our balance and our want to. 
You know as well as I that God didn't promise us a life that would be a bed of roses. We know that. He did promise us, though, that he would be with us through these trials and challenging times. And he encourages us to give our worries and our concerns to him. He doesn't want us to go through life weary and worn out. He wants us instead to live a life of abundance in every area. He also wants us to live a balanced life. The Bible says to be well-balanced, to be vigilant and cautious at all times, for that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion seeking someone to seize upon and devour. See, the reality is when we get out of balance, it opens the door to fatigue, to worry, to unhappiness, to frustration, and so much more. An unbalanced life isn't a healthy life. I think the enemy tries to steal our joy because if he can get our joy, he gets our strength. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. The key is to keep your balance. It's time to do a tune-up. And the key to keeping your balance is knowing when you've lost it. Let me ask you something. Do you feel overwhelmed? Are you pulled in a hundred different directions? Do you feel stressed to the max? Listen, every day has opportunities and challenges. It's what you do with all of it that makes the difference. And I encourage you today to look at your days, look at your schedule, look at your life, and then make the necessary changes to contribute to an abundant way of living. What do I mean? Don't stretch yourself too thin. Say no when you need to say no. Opt out of certain activities. Allow room for flexibility. Y'all, sometimes we have our calendar so full that we have no time to breathe. We need to allow room in our schedules for flexibility. And then you know what? We need to go after peace. Psalm 34, 14 says, search for peace and work to maintain it. I love that because it's so true. Sometimes we really have to look for peace. And then once we find it, we have to work hard to keep it. Can anyone give me an amen to that? Listen, folks, if it costs you your peace, it's just too expensive. The Bible says, and I use this scripture a lot, a wise person builds their house while the foolish one tears it down with their own hands. See, when you are frustrated, your house becomes frustrated. When you are worn out, people in your home can feel it. Take charge of you. Be that builder that the Proverbs is talking about. Be a joy giver. Be a peacemaker. Don't allow the chaos around you to override the calm within. Stop wearing yourself out. Every week you need to reset, readjust, refocus, and restart. Think of all the activities you're involved in. Are they stressing you out? (laughs) Are you running all over creation on Saturdays for your kids and it's causing you to be overwhelmed? Then reassess life. Sit down and figure out what you can do that won't bring stress, but instead will bring joy. I've had to do this many times in my life with my kids, my travel, my work. I often have to sit down, reset, readjust, refocus, and restart. Don't continue going through life wishing things were different. Make the necessary changes to make them different. And hey, If it's people that's sucking the life out of you and causing you to be out of balance, listen, readjust. Rethink who is around you. If you allow people to make more withdrawals than deposits in your life, you will be out of balance. It will put you in the negative. Maybe it's time to close the account on that person. Okay, I'm not talking about your spouse right there. (laughs) 
But listen, if your circle of people is draining you, it's time to get a new circle. Put people in your life who will lift you up as well as speak into your life. The right people will propel. Let me say that again. The right people will propel you. The wrong people will derail you. Choose wisely. This is your life we're talking about. You know the old saying, some people are like clouds. When they disappear, it's a brighter day. Listen, folks, life is no fun when we have the Vonstons, the evil dog from the Hades, <laughs> the imbalance of life barking at you and trying to knock you off of your feet. Do what you can to bring peace to your heart and mind. Do what you can to bring balance to your life. And hey, if you don't like how life is right now, change it. You got this. You can do it. You have the power to bring about change. Do it for you. Do it for your family. I think it's time to chain Von Stein back up. Get on your cute little cruiser bike and hey, enjoy this thing called life.